What's up, y'all, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Own Your Path podcast. I'm Devin Walker, and I'm joined, of course, by the man with the wicked tan, Mark Jansen. We'd like to welcome you to our community as we navigate through a variety of topics surrounding self-growth and encourage you to own your path. Thank you all for joining us on this journey, and without further ado, episode one of the Own Your Path podcast, Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Forgiveness today. Yes, we need to. So everybody knows this came from when you did my podcast and we just basically went into a great conversation about lying. I did, you did my podcast. I did your yeah. podcast. And then we were like, okay, we should just do a podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. And it, it, it all kind of started with the lying thing. Um, and I like that we're starting kind of at the end with forgiveness because that's the last place a lot of people go on their path it's uh-huh. like the last stop before you die you're like i forgive everyone right because it's so stupid to hold on to things yeah and at that point it's too late you like very often see people hold out their whole fucking lives with a grudge and then because of only, people's ego and only to forgive in the last moment when or the last moments when really like if if you were gonna you might as well just hold out at that point yeah, if you're gonna take it that far, then I mean, take it to literally, the grave. Literally, just listening to you say that for 30 seconds, I feel like I need to make some phone calls after this and uh, forgive yeah. a couple people. That was that was quick. That was good. Well, that I mean, do Straight you to the point? At, that that's just my out. That's my outlook on it. Is like, and I've kind of always thought this way: is if you're gonna do something. Um, it's interesting that I find this really important and do not do it myself at all because I'm about to say, if you're going to do something, go all the way with it, you know, right. which I'm the, I'm the ultimate like hands in 12 different pots spread too thin procrastinate champion instead of like doing one thing at a time and getting much more done. I'm like, I do 20% of six things. Yeah, but I think everybody's different, and I think people are so stuck on just having one motto or one way of life like that. Right. Like, I was listening to uh, somebody case talk about – Yeah, exactly, because the whole thing, like, avoid your – like, know your strength, focus on your strength, go all in with your strengths. But then there's people that are like, no, I, I need to know my weakness so I can work on it, so I can be more well-rounded. So it's just everybody's so different with that. It really is, like – why yeah, would you want to ignore your like? Because why would you want to ignore your strengths? I mean, ignore your weaknesses. Why wouldn't you want to work on your weaknesses? Yeah, but then again, why wouldn't rounded. why wouldn't you want to focus on your strengths to be that much more to stand out that much more with whatever strengths you have? I think that that's like. So I like to make sports analogies because it makes more sense in my head. And we need them too. Yeah, we need more of them. Uh, that to me is like, it's okay to work on your weaknesses in practice. But fucking focus on your strengths when the game's on the line. Like, you don't want to break out. If you're looking for something tried and true, it's like maybe just do the the move you've worked on a bunch of times. I like that. In that you, That's really like, good. Just do your move, like the one you know you're most confident with when the game's on the line. But, yeah, don't like – if you can't dribble with your left hand, don't try to dribble with your left hand when the fucking there's 10 seconds left. Do that shit in practice so that you can come to the game and be correct. So man, I, well, yeah, yeah, that's what that means. I don't know. Um, oh, that's perfect. Do you think some people though are like 
just real good at forgiveness? Well, I think forgiveness. Can you work on getting better at that? Well, my thing with forgiveness and what I was going to talk about, because a lot of people do, they forgive, quote unquote, forgive, but not really forgive. Mm -hmm. Like there's a huge difference between saying I forgive you and literally like forgiving them and understanding that it was a mistake or you forgive them for whatever and you can move on. Because I don't think you can truly forgive somebody if you're not going to be able to move on from it and you hold it against them. Is that forgiveness? Yeah. And I think I'm from an Irish family and there's an old saying, we forget everything but a grudge. And I have a pretty good memory about the things that I want to remember. And I don't have no idea where I put my fucking car keys. So (laughs) I do forget mad shit. And one of those things is like, if somebody does wrong me, I'm fucking if I, if I think it's worth my time, I'm going to get you back eventually. And that maybe that's something I have that's, to work that's on. That's ugly. That's ugly. It's bad. Because then also, that's, like, and I do, the fake, I do the fake forgiveness thing all the time. Which, I even have some friends that I've fake forgiven that I know, like, it'll never be the same. Like, see, I, I say I forgive them, like but. That. Yeah, so, I don't know. No. That's. That's the truth, though. That's well, a hard truth. Well, if I ever do something to you and you forgive me, I'm going to ask you a million times, like, Dev, no, do you really? Like, can things go back to normal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, my, like, answer, my answer is going to be yes. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about people that have done fucked up things to me, too. Like, the, not, so, I'm not talking about anything that you would even be capable of doing. So I'm not qu- talking about petty shit. So are they still your friends, though? Why would you keep them as your friends? Because it's because we're all still I have this is an interesting thing about where I'm from. Not one of my my grades core best friends moved out of our hometown outside of 15 or 20 minutes outside of our hometown. I've had the same best friends for half of the same best friends that were in my grade. The other like my other best friends are in the grade below me for the most part. Um, everyone in my grade stayed where they were. They have families, good jobs. They just like, this was just like where we wanted to be. So the reason that I don't forgive people all the way through, but I act like I do is because it would fuck up the friend group. You don't like confrontation. And you said that before. Yeah. And, and for the most, and then, but also then it's like that if I won't go to the party, if that, if this other person's at it, then what people have to pick sides, then that's selfish on my part. So, like, I would rather just, like, forget to the point where it's like, all right, we're not going to fist fight or right. we're, I'm not going to, like, have a problem with you. Like, we can be cordial and and we can, like, still be, you know, friends or whatever, but I'm not going to look at you in the same light. But you're probably not going to know that except that I'm not going to, like, reach out as much. Are you, are you good with that? Like, are you happy with that? I'm, I sometimes think that's the best way to do it because – it's funny, you just tagged me in something on right. Instagram. If someone's mind's never going to change, or if they don't believe that they were in the wrong. If they can't understand different perspectives. It's so hard to convince somebody of something that for the most part, I'll just give up. Like that to me isn't worth it. And I don't think holding the grudge is worth it either. I think forgiveness probably would be the best thing to do. But then that also like makes me wonder... There's some things that should are unforgivable. Right. See, like, is the, oh, go, go on. on. Well, I was just going to say, it's just where, 
because like, I think it's just crazy how different people are. And I was just talking about like this with like my buddy about politics, like regardless of what side you're on, it's just absolutely insane to me how aggressive people are like for one thing or another, but they're like convinced that they're right. And their side's right. It blows my mind. And people are just so different. And this just like relates back to me. Like I don't like small talk. Like, so I don't like bullshit and like, like pointless conversation that doesn't like stimulate my mind. So I think for me, it's easier to, if you're not benefiting me, not in the sense of like me, like using you, but if you're not like helping me grow as an individual, which is like what I'm really focused on, especially right now in my life, then what's the point? So I don't really let, really let it get to like something like where it's like unforgivable, you know? Yeah. As someone that doesn't have a lot of banter. Do you find it more difficult to take the approach that I've taken, which is that I just keep people at a at a distance that have fucked me over, but I still small talk the fuck out of them? At, no, oh no, at the I barbecue. No, 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 I can't do that. Yeah. I I avoid yeah. them. I and it, I just like I don't have any Half bad least feelings. resistance right here. Yeah, that's what I do. You're you don't want the you don't you just want it like. For me, it's just like because I have friends like where I've dropped them and it's awkward when we see each other. But it's like I you're just like we're not good for each other. Like in the sense like I I can't do it. Like I can't have conversations with you. Like it's just it hit a point where it's like, what are we doing? Right. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's but then there are then there I do have good friends who kind of like piss me off or do shit that upsets me. And then when I say it's okay. Like if I, if you give me a real apology and you understand why I'm upset about it and I forgive you, then I'm not going to like hold it over your head and be like, you pissed me off. You did this. this real this. apology is a huge part of this. And it goes Absolutely. into real, the ownership of knowing what you did was fucked up and saying, this is what I did and it was fucked up. And here's the whole truth. Here's not the version of it that you heard about. Here's not the version of it that you think happened. Here's exactly what it is that I did. And here's why I'm sorry for it. That goes a lot. No one's ever done that to me. And then I've held a grudge against them still. Okay. No one's ever done that. And then I've still been like, Oh, I'm going to fuck them over later in life. No. But if it's genuine and if it's real and if they understand exactly what it is that they did and they tell the truth about it, again, like they're not apologizing for the 50 percent that you found out about. They're apologizing for the whole thing, whatever it is. You know, we can use multiple examples in that in that situation. Um, You know, if someone gets caught stealing and they've stolen a bunch of times before, do they apologize just for the time that they got caught or do they say, Listen, not only did you catch me stealing, but I also had stolen from you before. And right. it like it and that works with like people in relationships with cheating all the time. They just say sorry for the time that they got caught like that. Then you find out about more Then then you can never rebuild a relationship or a trust. If someone is apologizing for something that they've done only because they you found out about it, not because they think they're wrong. See, it's crazy because like everything just like goes back to something else and everything like i i relate like you have your sports analogies i have my fitness analogies and like your body there's so many different parts there's so many different exercises cardio lifting um whatever it is but everything is um intertwined everything is related to everything if my knee hurts it could be because of my neck if my ankle's messed up it could be because my quad like is weak so like so that it's like 
that's like the mind and the person. Like everything you just said goes back to lying. And it really goes back to like seeing another perspective, being open-minded. Because mm. if they can't even understand why you're upset, how could they ever forgive you? Or how could they ever apologize? Yeah. Or if they genuinely don't think what they did was wrong. It's really hard. It's really hard to convince somebody. Right. That doesn't see it. And it's like, you, you, we have so many things in life that I would consider to be common sense to me. Right. That other people, it's like fucking explaining rocket science to them. Yeah, it's crazy. So maybe that's one of the keys to forgiveness is really only surrounding you with yourself with people that individuals it will and that under that are willing to accept blame when they do fuck up because we all fuck up right oh yeah there's that's a whole nother category of people that just can't do anything wrong oh that those people to forget about it those none of my friends are like that my okay some of my friends have done things that i think is worse than they think it was you know right and I have, I'm a, I don't know. I mean, you know me pretty well. I'm a pretty uh, liberal when it comes to like things people can do. So I feel like if I think what you did was fucked up, then it is definitely fucked up. Because for the most part, I'm, I'm just the the guy to be like, well, I mean, mm, shit happens, you know? So like, (laughs) that's how I know. Like, no, I'm the, I'm the same in that regard. That's, and I feel bad, too, because, like, none of my best friends have ever really done anything to completely fuck me over. But there's still things that people have done that, like, they have ignored that just because it's easier. They pulled a me. It's easier to move around it right. than it is to deal with it directly. So, so to, because I could – because this is all about, like – I really believe it's all about personal growth for individuals. But to stay on the topic of – I could talk about this all day and go on so many different tangents, but just stay on the topic of forgiveness. Um, do you think you should reach out to them and explain yourself again, like after some given time, or basically just let it go? Do you know what I'm saying? Like if it's been a certain amount of time and you're still seeing these people and it's weird, are you just over it, or would you like to have that peace between you two? There's probably a, a place for... It's probably a place for revisiting things, but not if you don't say something like the first time, you don't say something like, let's table this and we can come back and talk about it if it remains to be an issue for one of us. But if you say you are forgiven and then you bring it back up, then you're fucked up. But if you can, it's okay to say, in my opinion, it's okay to say, I'm not really ready to, I'm not really ready to forgive you right now. I'm definitely not going to forget about what happened. Um, but, you know, you're an important person to me. So let's just table this. We're not seeing eye to eye on it. Let's table it for right now. And we'll come back to it if we if we don't naturally get over it. But if you do the other thing and you say it's over and then you go back and you're still holding a grudge, then you're fucked up. See, that's all about honesty as well. The path of least resistance. You don't want to deal with it in the short term. You want to take the easy way out. So then it comes back up it comes back up uh, later. You yeah, I feel like that's how it pretty- sounded too. When I described that initially, I don't mean I'm lying, tricking people by saying I forgive them when I don't. I'm saying I'll forgive them in my own 
mind to the point where I can still be around them and be in their lives and it doesn't bother me, but it changes the way that I feel about them. If they they might move from the short list to the longer list. You know, now, I mean? are you are you telling them all of that or are you saying that in your mind when you say you forgive them? I'm saying that in my mind. <laughs> But I'm not saying this is this is what I'm saying is that I'm, I, I don't what I don't do is like I don't say to somebody, hey, it's completely done and over. Don't worry about it unless okay. I mean it. OK. OK. So you have different. Like I'll have the conversation in my own head where it's like, should you fuck this dude up? Like that was a, that was not a cool thing to do. And then I'll and then I'll think about it and I'll be like, nah, fuck it. Like, just let it go for myself. Right. I don't say that to them, though. Right. Yeah, no. See, that's where I, the whole honesty thing, it's just, well, like, at least for, because, like, forgiveness, we could talk about, like, for people, part of our life, not part of our life, years ago, how long do you hold on to a grudge if you're not even talking to them? But for, like, the to stay on, like, the topic of people in your life, like, I think if you forgive somebody in your life, you need to be honest with them and not, and have the open conversation about i appreciate your apology or i i understand this happened i'm still upset i'm this is going to take some time to get over as opposed to just saying i forgive you it's okay we can move on self-forgiveness is big too because a lot of people lie to themselves yeah and that that's what that what you just said made me think of that like mad people lie to themselves about that which is super trippy uh, lie to themselves in what way? Like by saying they forgive themselves for certain things when they really don't. Oh, like you're talking about the individual. Yeah. Like people, yes. I know people that have lied to themselves about that was a stage in my life and I forgave myself for it. And, you know, I apologize to myself for it. And I'm like, but they're still beating themselves up over it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. you didn't. Because you're you're lying you're lying to yourself you're saying all the right shit but that's when the fucking lights go out at the end of the night and that's it's funny that I used trippy to describe that too because one of the ways that I have been able to manage myself and come back to earth on like what I find important and what sticks out to me is through uh, experimenting with psychedelic drugs so um, I just personal opinion think it's incredibly important for people that are battling with things to safely experiment with psychological or excuse me with um fucking why am i blanking on that with psychedelic drugs because that's when you really find out the fucked up stuff you've done in your life it's like like i said when the lights go out and you've had an eighth of mushrooms or a couple hits LSD or you're in an ayahuasca trip and it's just you, yourself and I and in your head at the end of the night, if you can go to bed in that moment and say, I'm a good fucking person, then you're either a sociopath or you're a good person. And for the most percentage of people aren't sociopaths. So that's where a lot of people like Everyone says sometimes they have a bad trip. I've done psychedelics as a whole at least 100 times, probably 300 times. I never had a bad trip. Not one time. But that's what keeps me fucking here. Like, that's what keeps me to understanding 
what really is bad and what's not bad. Because if you're on the grind in a nine to five, fucking people over on the daily to get a paycheck, it's easy to lose sight of that. And you eat a fucking eighth of mushrooms and you're like a shitty businessman that's been fucking people well, over. So you're going to have a bad time. So about that, I like that you said that because like the, every like this whole like this whole conversation podcast started because of the quarantine and just like it being so apparent to so many people that you they don't know how to spend time with themselves. They don't know how to be honest with themselves. They don't mm-hmm. want to deal with themselves. So I appreciate the psychedelic um, drug aspect, but coming from somebody who's never done a psychedelic drug, I think uh, a big thing is understanding that you're not perfect. That you like, you can't be hard to see. I think for me, it's so easy to have an open mind or have the mindset of forgiveness or 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 apologizing or understanding that I am in the wrong. Like I own my stuff all the time. Like if I fucked up, said something wrong, that's me because I understand I'm not perfect. And yeah. I think, so that's like huge for. I think that's a huge part of forgiveness. So like if you're so hard on yourself, how are you not going to be so hard on other people? And hold right. them to unrealistic standards when you're when you can't even hold yourself to a realistic standard. Yeah, I would say too that I I think just to clarify, I don't think everyone should go out and do acid. You, most of you are going to have a really bad time. I'm just saying it. I've used it personally as a gauge. I'm a big advocate to use use certain drugs as a gauge to see if you still like yourself. I need drugs to do that because I'm so good at tricking myself into thinking I'm the man that is because I've been doing it my entire life that I need the drugs to break the fourth wall with myself and be like, do you really think you're the man or are you just lying to yourself? I think you've spent a fair amount of time in your head um, since you were since you were a kid. And I think you've spent a fair amount of time asking yourself and giving yourself a real answer as to whether or not you're a good person. And I think you have that answer. Um, a lot of people are incapable of doing that without the assistance of something else for, for one, for one yeah. reason or the other. Yeah, that's no, I'm glad you clarified because especially since, um, big brother three years ago, um, and not having the constant distractions, um, and spending more time alone with yourself, not having like, the typical nine to five job. I've spent a lot of time in my own mind. And a lot of people say that's not healthy to do. And I think you need to find the balance of spending time in your head without overthinking things. And it's, it's tough because I, I don't have, like, I wish there was like an answer. Like, you know, like, I think if you, no like, you, like, like you said, how do you, I don't think you can forgive other people if you can't even forgive yourself. Like you can't, that's why I always say in relationships, even friendships, I'm far from perfect. And if I'm hard enough on myself, like if I really fucked up and then I like it takes time for me to be like, okay, Mark, like just move on. Like it's actually not that hard for me, but I'm saying I know it's hard for a lot of people to be able to move on from mistakes that they've made. How in the world are you going to spend time with other people who constantly remind you or make you feel bad for that mistake when you're having your own issues getting moved on from like those mistakes? Like to me, that is just beyond toxic and unhealthy and so conniving, manipulative, like a million things, whether it's for one reason or another. But I, yeah, I think you need to start off by learning how to forgive yourself. There are two, there are things that time heal all wounds isn't a phrase that 
fucking popped out of nowhere because someone was like, oh, that's what it is. That shit works. As as we both have, have seen firsthand, there's some situations where the only thing that can make them marginally better is more time going by and realizing that the world keeps turning. That's all you got, right? So in some instances of forgiveness, that really is what it's going to take. It's like, sorry, our relationship isn't going to be the same a week, two weeks, three weeks after it happened. It might take a fucking little while. And if you're not down to rebuild, that's fine. Then I wasn't that important to you. But if if you're not willing to like take the time that it's going to take me to process this correctly, then you can't be mad if you force me into forgiveness and I actually don't forgive you. See, and that's that's beautiful point. That all comes from an, being honest, like because that's a healthy conversation. If people could have that conversation, like I, it would save so like people so much pain and wondering and suffering because they understand where the other person's coming from. Yeah, all about communication. And most people are more concerned with evening the playing field, in my opinion. So, like, oh. Absolutely. They're much more, they're much more, that is going to allow them to forgive. So it's like, you cheat you on punched, me, you cheat on it. Yeah. Or you punch me in the face. I could forgive you for it, but I'm going to forgive you for it a lot sooner if I punch you in the face and then we both say, okay, we forgive each other. Right. So, and I, so I think a lot of people lie. Yeah. Cheating is a prime example. I think a lot of people, someone, someone cheats in the relationship, right? And the other, and the person forgives them for it, but not really. What they really did was say, all right, I've got a free pass that I can tuck in my pocket and I probably won't even tell them about it. You know how scary that is though? Like, like, let's just stay on the cheating. Like you cheated on me. Okay. I forgive you. But in the back of my mind, I don't forget. So down the road, I do cheat. And let's say you do find out. And then my response is, well, you cheated on me. Like that is like, that's bad. That happens so often. That might be the worst. It's so normal. Yeah. That might be the most, that might, might be the worst common thing that happens in a relationship. And it's not just cheating. Cause a lot of people walk out the door. It's anything. It's It's anything. It's literally like, Oh, you didn't take out the garbage. Well, yeah, Yeah. you didn't take out the garbage three weeks ago. Right. And again, and it comes back to ownership. Like you just have to, you know what? I fucked up. I should have taken out the garbage, but you have to make yourself feel better. Like it's just, it's a vicious cycle with so many Mm -hmm. different components and aspects. That's ownership, forgiveness, honesty, knowing yourself. um, Yeah. We've been talking about the macro levels of forgiveness this whole time when there really is like, you probably want to expose yourself to forgiveness in low doses. Like you might want to start with a micro dose of forgiveness and literally forgive something small and see if you're even capable of that before you go fucking try to wrestle an elephant. Like, because that's, we're talking about like, we're talking about cheating. That like fucks up people's whole lives. Oh, cheating. That's like, that's an awful thing. We're, yeah. For, we're talking about like forgiveness. F- friends stabbing you in the back with like someone that you trust doing something real fucked up to you. Like these are the big forgiveness things. But that, right? but those are my examples because that's like on my mindset, those like little things don't bother me because 
nobody's perfect. And if it's a constant thing, like of those little fuck ups and we're not addressing them, even though I'm talking, you're, we're not, you're not a part of my life. Yeah. And a lot of people, unfortunately for a lot of people, that isn't the way that they do it. And what they do instead is they fucking, they're building a wall right around themselves with every little brick, every brick, keeps getting stacked up until it's a fucking gigantic wall when really they could have just dealt with it one at a time and the wall would be a half, a quarter of the size if they actually dealt with any of the shit. But instead of that, it's just like fake forgiveness. That's the name of this episode. I think it's got to be. That's kind of what we're talking about. Fake forgiveness. Wait, that's a perfect place for me to pause because this is Mark's pee break. You can tell more about it as Devin goes on. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Cool. I actually, I got to, uh, well, yeah, no, okay. Um, <clears throat> so this is good. This is Mark's pee break. I'll fill you guys in. This happens at least once an episode, sometimes twice. Um, and it's when Mark goes to the bathroom because he drinks three gallons of water a day. But... On the topic of fake forgiveness, and we'll kind of recap this with Mark when he gets back, what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is there's more fake forgiveness than real forgiveness in this world. I think almost all of us are guilty of it in one way or another, unless you have really fucking ironed it out and you're super strong. And uh, I just don't think that's the case for most people. Mark's back. I'm back. Dude, we got to get you one of those things. Uh, I think it's called a she pee. Um, and it's like chicks use it so they can pee in urinals. But we can get you one. And it just has like a hose that can like go into a bucket. And you can just like pee right there. Oh, it's crazy. I can't even go through a full hour massage unless it's first thing in the morning. Really? Yeah. No, no. I like we have like I'm like, let me know wow. when we're halfway through. Um, so I was just talking, I, I, I put it in a nutshell, essentially, and I, I, what I'm trying to say about fake forgiveness is that there's more fake forgiveness in the world than there is real forgiveness. And I think that Go, is a big problem. Going on that and kind of like what you said, because I think each episode we should like kind of say things that or talk about things that we've done or know all that have helped us in certain situations. Like for you, like how you just said, tr- work on forgiving something forgiving like a small issue like work on that so mm-hmm. for me like i think a lot of people could benefit and i'm very thankful and beyond blessed to have this type of friend in my life she's literally like my little sister we've been through so much but it's like we have the relationship where we're just completely honest with each other like it's insane like because not only is that healthy to like you can talk to somebody um but like you learn how to be honest and you realize like how weird it is. Like, and we can like have like, if no, no matter how small or how big, like if we do something to upset the other one, there's no like, Oh, well you said this. So I, I did this. It's I'm sorry. You're right. I see where you're coming from. And I think it's important for people to practice it. Cause like for like, yeah. for a small example that came to me while I was taking my little break, it's like Devin, like if I told you like, um, well, that's a stupid shirt. Like, but I'm being sarcastic about it. That didn't sound that sarcastic. But anything, I'm like, a nice shirt. It's a Dad. nice shirt, so I know you but, can't be serious. But so, really but then nice. you say, well, Mark, that kind of that upset me. Like, I really like this shirt. And then 
a lot of people's just initial reaction is like, I'm being, I'm being like funny, dude, like get over it. Like I'm not, I'm not, they don't know how to say, you know what, Devin, I shouldn't have said it. It's not what I meant, but I'm right, sorry right, for right. saying they're it. They're like, they put it back on you. They're like, relax, dude. Like, what's your problem? Right. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Like, fucking around with, your, fucking around with your boys, but people let that grow to like where then they can't, they can't tell the difference. It was, it's a joke, right? A right. Life, it was a joke, but like, if I had said like, yeah, I don't know, like it's laundry day, like this shirt sucks, you wouldn't have been like, oh damn, I was joking, bro. Right. <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, I feel like I had to tell you. Yeah, people do all sorts of shit like that. I mean, that's just that's that's what human beings do. Little things like that build up to like yeah. they don't know how to take responsibility, so they don't know how to apologize. So then, if you're not gonna apologize to me, how am I supposed to forgive you? And you start building like that wall, like you said. Right. I'm so actually going to tag you in a meme. Um, goes along with this really well. My buddy tagged me in it yesterday. And there's two lines. You know, it's like a cartoon. And there's two lines. And there, there's two tables set up. And one of the tables says uh, uncomfortable truth. And the other table says um, comforting lies. And the comforting lies table has a line that's like down the block. And the uncomfortable truth table has no one at it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where we're at is like people would rather hear a comfortable, comfort, comforting lie than they would hear uncomfortable truth. And people would rather tell right there, yeah, comforting lie than tell an uncomfortable truth. I think and it's more so the latter. I don't even know, and this is what we talked about on your podcast, I still don't even know which line I would get in because I'm not quite sure which one's better. It's like uncomfortable truth, uncomfortable truth with no solution. Am I really getting in that line? But what is there like no solution to in life? Uh, Give me an example of an uncomfortable truth. Uh, coronavirus. We're going to have a vaccine soon. That's a comforting lie. Oh, that's uh, just because, well, that's just crazy. Cause the, that's a comforting the, lie. Our, the people in this world cannot handle the truth. That's Even what like, I'm saying. I don't know. I don't um, know what line I'm going to get in because if it doesn't make a difference in the outcome, what line I get in at that point, it's the climb Right. If we're going to get to the same end goal, would I rather just be fucking hammered with truth all the way to the end or just take casually be lied to coast along and then get to the same ending? See, but then it then it turns into like we're going to be in six months and it's going to be the same response. There's a there's a vaccine coming soon and then people are just going to start getting more and more upset and irritated. This the. The fastest the United States has ever created a vaccine took four years and it was for mumps. Yeah. So we're not, there is no COVID-19 vaccine on its way. All right. If there is anything, it's going to be like the flu shot, which works in what? 40% of cases. Yeah. So that is not a vaccine in my opinion. No. Like the flu still kills hell of fucking people every year but what if um the you know you're being 
you know like that person in your life is just continuing to tell you a comforting lie would you just ignore it and appreciate it or would you start to like second guess everything they tell you well i'd probably tell them i forgive them and then hold it against them (laughs) (laughs) so you just give it right back to them with a comforting lie yeah you gotta fight fire with fire right yeah it's a it's a very tough topic but yeah, the, other, the, the bad, the real bad combo is when one's doing one and one's doing the other. That's when it's the that's that's when it's at its worst. When if one both, person's being completely honest and the other person is saying the comforting lies. That's when it gets that's when it gets at its worst because then the other the person that was telling the truth is like, and it depends on what the other person values more. Is like that could piss both people off, right? Yeah. Where it's like, well, I was telling you the truth and you were lying to me. And the other person can be like, well, yeah, I was lying to you because I didn't want to talk about the truth, you idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's 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 scary. And oh, that's why honest. Oh, you just have to be honest because. But the oh, the truthful and I'll be very honest, like I there's like times like I'll get in like or have certain relationships in my life. And I'm like, I'm going to be completely honest, literally within two serious conversations i'm like i'm done like it's i can't can't be completely honest with this person right yeah no that it's, is it's that and that ties into forgiveness all the way because in order like we said in the beginning in my opinion in order to fully forgive you have to take off all the what ifs from the table clear them from the equation because if you don't clean slate it I believe forgiveness is nearly impossible. You have to get it all out on the table. You have to talk about all of it. And then the other person and you need to agree that that's not something you want to continue doing and have a plan for moving forward. But if you deal with half the shit on the table, the table is just going to get full twice as quick. Yeah, I right back where you started a year later. I think like a number one rule for forgiveness or a serious rule for forgiveness is it doesn't get it could get brought up in a healthy conversation about talking about the past, but it never gets thrown in that person's face. Yeah, I actually just had this conversation with my girlfriend, too, where where we broke up for about a year, year, a little more than a year. And then have recently gotten back together. And so one of my big, like, because we live in this kind of a small area. So one of my big fears in our relationship is that, A, a lot of people like to fuck with me. So that she's been constantly told a lot of lies about me just in general. But I like hearing something about her and somebody else or her hearing me about hearing something about me and somebody else that actually happened and having not told the other person. So I've always been in the camp of like, if we're going to really give this another try, not necessarily that we're forgiving each other, but if we're just saying what happened happened, then we got to get it all out on the table so that a fucking curveball isn't come at one of us from somebody else saying, well, did you know that this situation had happened before you guys got back together? That's very interesting you say that because shockingly, I'm on the other side of that and saying, if we're going to have a fresh start, I don't I I, per, I don't care what happened prior to this day. Yeah, it's not about caring. It's not about caring. It, I, for me, and this is one of the instances I'm in 
if that's the way you both feel about it, right? if you really both don't care and you both are going to say, it, it's it, it's different for us because we're, re, we're reality TV personalities. So most relationships aren't going to deal with the amount of outside influences like ours will. Oh, of right? course. Because you post a photo, whatever, you're going to have haters, you're going to have people that think, you know, you guys look great together, people that think you guys look like shit. Like, you're just going to get a lot of outside influence from other people. And it's something for trolls to do to try to make other people unhappy. So there's more of that in in our relationships, I think. Um, And so in that regard, I'm on the I'm on the side of get it all out. Because somebody is likely going to try to fuck with us at some point. But even with, but even without reality TV, because people like everything, I truly feel like everything comes out one way or another. Um, that's like big for a lot of people to be like, because I'm sure like after like as in the case of a relationship, like after a breakup, like they do think like a lot of things. And then you're faced with like the potential to get back with this person you love. And now you're saying, okay, let me just tell you what I've done this last year. Every person, everything. Well, no, I don't think it needs to be every person and everything, but I'm talking about a situation where it's like, obviously you're not going to go into detail about like right. your intimacies with other people before you get back together with somebody else. That's right. not, I'm not no. suggesting that anybody do that. No. I'm saying a new need, relationship. you need to get on the same page about what it is that was happening if there is going to be things that would bother you, right? So it's like, let's use this as an example. You, or even as a friend, you break up with someone as a friend or as a girlfriend or whatever, and they're hanging out with someone that's been mean to you or whatever in the past. And it would upset you if you knew they were doing it. They were essentially, you were broken up or you weren't friends anymore, but they were doing it behind your back because they knew that it would upset you and they still wanted to keep a good relationship with you. Right. You got to say, you got to tell them that. In my opinion, like I've had to make, I've had to have those calls where it's like, listen, you know, that person that you were worried about, well, sorry, but there's actually, there was reason. There was reason for, with that. Right. And that, I, I mean, that a lot of people will not even admit that. Like, a no. lot of people will not even say, Wait, that, like... And again, I think that's honesty. Like, for me personally, like, I feel like if you want a fresh start, friend, girlfriend, whatever, or just a new start, the past, like, for me, the past does not matter. Now, if something comes up from the past, you have every right to be upset or have your feelings hurt. Like, I'm never going to tell you what to be affected by or not. But... The way you handle that, like, don't get mad at me. Like, have a conversation. Yeah, that's a t- that's tough because then you're already in, and then you're dragging in the old relationship into the new one again because you're. I I I'm firmly in the camp of get it all out in the open. That's how that actually sounds healthy. Yeah, it's gonna be painful. Get it all out in the open and and think really think about whether or not you want to give it a, another shot or not, because there's likely not going to be a third or fourth. And if there is, then it's really toxic. It's if you're breaking up and getting back together multiple times, there is a problem there. There's no way that there's a that uh, I'd say like less than one percent of the population could actually handle that. They wouldn't get back together. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> 
but just to like know everything and and have the understanding to truly forgive because i think it just all comes down to forgiveness and well the opportunity to truly forgive because how do you even forgive someone if you don't know all the shit that they've done that's why i'm saying rarely has somebody not even rarely never has somebody come to me and been like here's what i was doing here's why I know it's wrong and I'm genuinely sorry and I haven't forgiven them. See, that sounds but so... if somebody gives you 70% of what happens, like we talked about before, if something happens, just because you say 70% of it happened doesn't mean 100% of it didn't happen. It means right. you just told the truth about 70% of it. The and other then, person's body, the other person's core, the other person's energy knows the other 30% still exists. Right. They know. They might. They might not even know they know. But subconsciously, I I am a firm believer in the fact that human beings, for the most part, know when someone else is lying, and it's whether or not they allow themselves to realize it, or if they want to take the energy to call them out. Like little kids on the playground do it all the time. It's like my dad's Superman. It's like obviously your dad's not Superman. But right. am I going to take the time to call you out on this? No, not, I don't know. I don't have a conversation about it. Yeah. No, I have a very personal story, but it's too personal to share. But it's very, yeah, th- that's very interesting. So I think a, like an important takeaway from this is like, say like you did something wrong to me. I think, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong. I think the first key to forgiveness, it's on you. 100%. And then if you can actually be open and honest, then the, then you did your part. So Devin doesn't have to be perfect. Devin can fuck up. But if he apologizes and acknowledges the fuck up, you're good. Like in my mind, you're good. Now it's on me to forgive you. There's nothing else you can do. Mm-hmm. Or and it's, should not, do. it's not on you to forgive me. It's on you to make the choice on whether or not you want to. Whether oh, right. or not our relationship is important enough to you to spend energy on forgiving someone. Because it, it takes time and work to forgive someone. But it is on me to be honest about it. Yeah, and it's on say, you to do the work, and it's on, or it's on you to say, I'm not going to be the only one putting the fucking work in here. So right. either you're going to work with me so that I can forgive you, or you don't care about being forgiven. So why should I care about forgiving you? So it all starts with yourself. Well, the person, yeah, the person that fucks up has to say it too. If you're asking someone to apologize, throw, jump out the window. <laughs> that's tough and you know how often that happens most people only get an apology when they ask for it dude doing the, doing then this is only episode one really like episode two after the truth one like it's like just scary to have like to the thought of like just to be around people and <laughs> like i feel like we're like talking about like this like fantasy world because it's so far from reality uh, we are talking about a fantasy world. <laughs> like this is literally a fantasy world we're talking about. Well, no, I think we're we're talking about we're talking about a fantasy world where everybody does this, but we're That's not true. talking about a fantasy world where you can carefully choose the people that you're surrounded with that all play by the same rules. Great save. 
thank you for saving me because I was really losing hope. I'm like, well, this is damn near impossible. But yeah, the people you surround yourself with. It's it's yeah, because you're never gonna meet how many people there's seven and a half billion. You're never even gonna meet a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the percentage of people in the world. So you don't even have to worry about everyone. Well, of course not. You but really only like, have to worry about your people. That's true. Or the people you surround yourself with. I guess they're not yours, but um, they are in a sense because you choose them and they choose you. So I guess you're each other's people. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Um, that there isn't really a more. One of the things, too, and I'll say this kind of overarching of, of where I think the direction of this podcast is going is for the most part, there isn't going to be black and white answers to the topics that we discuss here. Like when you frame the question is forgiveness good or bad? I can't, I can't answer that question because it's, I watch Maury sometimes love it. Think it's a great show. There's fucking dumbasses on there that go on the show. They've been cheated on 10 times and they forgive and then they go back on the show and now they've been cheated on 15 more times. And it's like, was forgiveness a good idea in that circumstance? No. no. It's a very so important point. Most of the stuff that we talk about here is in a case by case, person to person basis. Um, and I think that a lot of people get hung up on the topics that we're going to go over. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with the topics that we're going to go over because they're looking for a black and white answer to a to a gray scenario yeah this isn't a yin and yang logo you can't just pick Uh uh-uh no no there's so yin and yang fun because i'm gonna talk about it a lot on this podcast because y-i-n yeah yin yeah y-i-n and y-a-n-g yeah yeah i thought you said yin yang yin yang yin yang yin no there's no g at the first one there's no g at the first one no yin and yang yeah, yin and yang. I may have blurred because when I don't, like, I sometimes slur my words. So I could have said yin and yang. But, yeah, so yin and yang is basically the world in a nutshell with order and chaos and finding the line between between them. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. So. Yeah. I, chaos. I think, too, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Venn diagram guy. I know. Love them. Think they're yeah. great. Oh, I used one on the reunion actually. Did. Um, yeah, I wasn't live for it, but I saw it and I heard great things. That was a good one too. Um, but we're talking about people that want to live in one of the circles when the answer most of the time is in the middle of both of them, and that is just kind of like it's like should you forgive or should should you not forgive? You should do a little bit of both. You shouldn't forgive someone that's going to constantly fuck you over. You shouldn't become vulnerable to someone that doesn't give a shit about you. You shouldn't, you know, put yourself in a space where someone can take advantage of your forgiveness. But you also shouldn't hold a grudge until you die over something petty. You shouldn't fucking make say that you forgive people and not forgive them. You shouldn't do it's like, you know, we covered a lot of topics on this on this episode. Yeah, no, it's great. For the most part, it comes down to, like I said, case by case, person to person basis and asking yourself, is this important enough for me to put the work in to actually forgive? 
That's great. Crumple up fake forgiveness and throw it in the fucking trash can because that really is forgiveness in that sense really is black and white. Either you have to do it all the way or you shouldn't do it at all. When you say you forgive somebody. I mean, you're saying, right? It, about on a big thing, someone that's going to be in your life every day, family members, you know, girlfriends, well, no, I'm saying best like big friends. Or, I'm saying big or small. If you say you're going to forgive me, it's black or white. You either do or you don't. There's no in between. If you care about the person, that's how you should go if over you it. tell me you forgive me. Yeah. If you, if, if you care about the person, if you okay. care more about keeping the peace for <laughs> other people. You're like, Mark, that's, that's you. For me, I need to keep the peace around here. Yeah, if if you care about if you care about keeping the peace, um, then you then fake forgiveness is a great option. If you're willing if you're willing to harness that shit yourself, if you're you're willing to walk around being fake, which I sometimes am, I'd say I'm about half real, half fake. Just as okay, a fifty. Speaking of Venn diagrams, it's like fake and real, and then I'm somewhere in the middle there. But I got all three going on. Self aware. And I think self-awareness is key in understanding you're not perfect. And I think that like us talking about forgiving yourself was very important. They, you want to know what's funny too is like they used to make people do like do fucked up stuff if they got caught doing some, something fucked up. Like I, I – let me – I'll get to what I'm talking about in a minute. Like I sometimes wish I lived in the in the old days where it was like – if you do something fucked up, we're cutting your finger off and you're going to have to walk around with the rest of your life with a permanent reminder of why you are you're missing a finger and everyone's going to know why you're missing a finger. You know, it's like infidelity, pinky gone. Oh, that lady doesn't have a pinky. Wonder why that guy doesn't have a pinky. Wonder why. Right. Because they fucked up because that's the craziest thing is about forgiveness if someone chooses not to forgive you or if you choose not to be forgiven by the person there it is not illegal to just go and do what you did to them to someone else you can completely just go and manipulate a new person that has no idea who you are and you if anything you just get better at it you absolutely get better at it right because you know what works and what doesn't work and then we're just rewarding people for fucking other people over. I mean, they're just getting practice reps in. They're just at the gym fucking people over all day. It's very, yeah. It's, uh, times have definitely changed in that regard. If you do really want to fuck somebody over, though, don't use the weakest part of your game. Use your strongest well, fuck over technique. Like it's when like the, when the game's on the line. Two minutes left, final shot. Yeah. I don't know one sport where there would be the final shot in two minutes. Maybe soccer. Could be hockey. You're telling me there's no no team that's ever had only one shot in the last two minutes? It probably one. In hockey, probably not. Hockey's such we a have, we need game. We're looking for unless, they're, unless they're holding the puck because they're winning. But then at that point, the other team's going to pull their goalie. So, yeah, no, there's no. I'm going to ask for a fact check. Uh, I think soccer is probably your only your only one. Maybe I'm, bowling. Maybe I'm sticking, bowling. I'm sticking with hockey and basketball. Basketball? basketball? Back, the shot clock is 24 seconds. No, because there's teams that have just straight fouled. 
So I'm going to say that there's been in history no. one team, final two minutes, no. only got one shot shot off. It, no, there's a shot clock. Right. But, but 24 then, seconds. Right. So you have it for 24 seconds, and then I have it, and then you follow me. I don't oh, – I guess I do. I and you shoot. Shot. <laughs> yeah. No, there's got to be some poor teams that ha- couldn't even shoot the ball. They just kept getting, turning it over. Yeah, but then the other team would shoot. I'm going to look into it. Basketball <laughs> hockey. I'm going to find one team, one game, one one specific date. One Good shot luck. in the last two minutes. Uh, Mark. But then if they're that bad, there's no way that they're even competing for the game. So it really wouldn't even matter. Mark, I forgive you for the ignorance of that last comment, okay? Because I really mixed up like football you terms. Don't, you don't don't have to take it to the you don't I, have to take it to okay, the game. So I fucked that up. I fucked <laughs> that up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it on you to know that you should just let me keep going with it. I mixed it yeah. up my basketball and football analogies because I wasn't quite sure where I was going. I think that kind of covers our I think that kind of covers it. Like I, I'm interested to see the people's comments on this and like and to hear their take on on forgiveness and, and so, its and association so, with lying. To bring it back to like own your path and why I love the name so much is because just like anything else in life, you need to own like the type of person you your are. Your decision about that topic, yeah. Yeah, like own it. If you're going to forgive somebody, own it. If you fucked up, own it. And then if you're waiting for forgiveness, own the fact that you f- Put yourself in this position. Don't put it on them to make a choice right there and then then and there. So, And if you're going to do fake forgiveness, own it. Well, there it is. Episode one in the books. I've been Devin Walker. He's been Mark Jansen. And you have been amazing. We'll see you next time.